Welcome to the Jesus Never Ran podcast, where we hear stories of people who are making time in their lives to make a difference in this world. I'm your host, Matt Kinzera. Let's take a walk. This week, we shake it up with entrepreneur and difference maker, Angie Niska. Take the leap and look up and don't look down, because if you look down, you're going to get really scared. But if you just keep looking up and say, I know you've got me, and you just got to keep going. Before we jump into this week's podcast, I want to remind you that taking care of ourselves is key to taking care of this world. However, it is unbelievably difficult to find the time to get to a yoga studio or to a gym, and no one likes being surrounded by a bunch of strangers while working out. You could work out at home, but it's nearly impossible to stay motivated, and let's be honest, searching for good options on YouTube is enough to make you want to give up before you start. I've got good news. TDH Virtual Experience has got you covered. Experience a class setting virtually on your terms. Enjoy yoga, boogie fit, dance, fitness, and even ballet and tap dance classes simply by logging into your account. You'll have the opportunity to ask questions and receive personal answers. You will be part of a fun and supportive community without leaving your home. This is the best of both worlds, and the best part, it's for everyone, anywhere, anytime, and it starts at just $25 a month. Want to check it out? Go to thedancinghouse.com and start your two-week free trial today. No credit card is required and new classes are added every week. That's thedancinghouse.com. Proud supporters of Jesus Never Ran and of dreamers everywhere. As I walk into Rise Nutrition, the whole place just breathes life and joy and energy. It's colorful, it's fresh and vibrant, and then all of a sudden you meet Angie Niska and it goes to a whole new level. This is going to blow your mind. You're going to get more hydrated than you've ever been. This is a person who loves what she does and it is just so obvious well what does she do well she helps people get healthy and the way that she does that is she makes these incredible shakes and teas Uh, but as we're about to find out it's not really about what she makes because this is far bigger and far deeper and today with Angie what we're going to key in on is something that truly defines what it means to walk with Jesus well let's shake it up with Angie Niska you see what I did there shake it up awesome when you look back on it in hindsight it all makes sense even though when you're going through it at the time it's a hot mess and you're like what am i doing (laughs) right like why is this happening to me why can't i find what i love this is terrible many listening can identify with that very feeling of just not being able to put a finger on what we should be doing in this world and i think so many of us struggle not because we lack desire desire is something i think that is within all of us but it's because we lack direction and the only way to figure it out is if we walk backwards a little bit and look behind us and see where we've been on the way to where we are i had a great education i went to school a long time to do what i thought i wanted to do which was i mean i didn't really exactly know what i wanted to do even when i graduated i didn't even know what i wanted to do up until two years ago right but i knew i was capable at business i knew i was creative i knew i was inclined to I I could do that and I could do well at it and I could earn a great living and and that was I guess what my what mattered to me at the time I was making those decisions right um grew up my parents were you know great hardworking people taught me a lot about great work ethic they were very employee their employees they worked for a, a union and a company and they 
Um, you know, they struggled like to make ends meet a lot of times and they did a great job, but I never wanted to feel that way. Like I wanted to, they taught me if I go to school and I work hard, I could have a, make a living and I would be able to have the means to not worry about things like that. And to me, that was the most important thing at that time, was not to have to worry about that. So I went to school for a long time, got some great jobs, um, succeeded in business, um, did a lot of different things. <laughs> I, I, did, I did worked at a hospital, a nurse administrative department. I've done marketing for, um, uh, I worked at 3M, uh, marketing for an insurance company. Did you hear that? I want you to catch one part of that again. They struggled like to make ends meet a lot of times and they did a great job, but I never wanted to feel that way. Like I wanted to, they taught me if I go to school and I work hard, I could have a, make a living and I would be able to have the means to not worry about things like that. And to me, that was the most important thing at that time. Slowing down and walking with purpose requires us to search out our motives. And a lot of our motives are these unconscious things that we learn while we're growing up. Now, for Angie, her motive wasn't to do what she loved. It wasn't to make a difference in this world, and it wasn't to help others. Her motive was to not feel the same stress that she felt growing up. Now, our goals and passions need to be about what we want to do, not about what we don't want to do. If your goal is to make enough money to not be stressed about money, well, I bet you can achieve that. But because of those self-protecting motives, I guarantee that you will find plenty of stress in other areas of your life. I know a lot of people who have plenty of money and they need Jesus Never Ran just as much as someone with less. If we live to avoid hurt, we will never truly be living. fascinating thing about Angie's story is that the thing that she is doing now, the thing that she is so passionate about, is something that has been in her for as long as she can remember. She just didn't believe that it was actually possible. I always love fitness. I always love people getting healthy and helping people get healthy. And I figured I could never make a living doing that. So like even when I was graduating from business school, and I remember this to this day, like telling one of my friends, I have no idea what I want to do. I would really like to help people get healthy, but I don't really think I could make a living doing that. So, I mean, I've wanted to do that forever. I taught fitness classes for years for fun, basically, honestly, for free, because you don't make any money doing that. Um, I, just, I looked at buying a gym a couple different times. I always had this like entrepreneurial spirit and wanted to own my own business like to me that also felt like success because my my mom dad could never do that like they you know that to them a business owner was a big deal and to me a business owner was a big deal um so it just didn't seem very achievable i remember growing up that i was taught that i could do anything i wanted to do and that i could be anything that i wanted to be if you want to be a doctor you go for it. The president of the United States, absolutely an astronaut. You can do it. But then I feel like it was this really horrible bait and switch. Well, I know that I told you that anything is possible, but I certainly didn't mean that. <laughs> so many people 
get their dreams absolutely beaten down and crushed because that's just not what we do in this culture. I did a little air quote there. I know you couldn't see it, but that's just not what we do in this culture. But the crazy thing is, is when people actually do those things that everybody says you can't do, be a musician for a living, own your own business, start a nonprofit, you name it, whatever it is, when somebody actually goes for it and succeeds, those are the people that everyone idolizes. So basically, here's how I see it. We're told that we can do anything, be anything, and then we're told, no, 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 that was actually a lie. We should play it safe. And then we wish for the rest of our lives that we didn't listen to that advice and play it safe. I mean, this whole thing just seems so messed up. So for Angie, the truth started to come out only when she started to surround herself with people that believed that there is more. I didn't know anybody that did that. Like, you got a job. You went to work. You either punched a clock or you got a salary, but you didn't take a risk like that. You know, that's risky, and I'm not necessarily capable of that. Hmm. Okay, limiting beliefs, right? Yeah, so um, I grew out of that, obviously, but it took a lot of time, and it took me seeing and being around a lot of other entrepreneurs to be able to figure out that I could actually do this too. I discovered that networking isn't all about just getting what you want. Like, one thing I hated about networking in business school was everybody was there to get what they wanted, and it was so ingenuine and I absolutely hated it we go to these networking events and I would go because we had to and I would just go and make a joke of it because it was so dumb because I'd hear all these people in my class standing around talking about themselves and making me want to throw up it was like you guys sound like a bunch of arrogant people right now like I don't yeah but I came over to Eau Claire and I started working and there was chamber events and they were really fun and I started to meet people that were actually really genuine and like to really help you and like wanted to get to know you and wanted to like find win-win situations and wanted to make a difference in the world. They just had a more genuine spirit. And at that point, I was like, oh my gosh, I got involved in nonprofits and started to have a really good time just getting to know people. And then the more you talk and the more you're willing to contribute, the more your circle grows. I don't think we can say this enough and I don't think we will ever stop saying it. We need to surround ourselves with the right people. If you look at Jesus' life, the first thing that he did when he was starting his ministry is he went around and gathered a group of people to surround him. He went and handpicked all of the disciples. And so if we want to walk like Jesus, we have to choose who we want to surround ourselves with. And we need to choose people that are going to be good for us. We need to choose people who are going to encourage us. And we need to choose people who are going to spur us on. And in Angie's situation, the other thing that I love is that she was choosing people who were not selfish. Choosing people who were doing things for the right reasons. It's so easy to become consumed by our reality. All the craziness that's going on. So in our culture, that's so often this fast-paced, busy thing. It's a place where people work hard doing all kinds of things they don't enjoy. It sounds horrible every time I say it, but I just really believe it's true. One of the best ways to get past the rat race is to step out of it for a while. Went on a mission trip. Then had a life and had literally, literally life-changing experience down there under a tree in Honduras. And I'm not kidding you, it was a prayer circle. There was a lot of tears. And God spoke to me and told me I am enough. I 
went down there with this horrible, heavy feeling like that I'm not, and I was not enough. And I just felt it for, I'd felt that for so long, I don't even know how long I had felt that, but broke the shell off. <laughs> and like, I just had this happen again because it doesn't stay gone, it comes back. But my friend had to remind me, Angie, I saw you sitting on that crate under that tree and your whole body changed and you just, you got brighter. She goes, if you're happy to feel that again, like you're having this happen again and it's painful to have that happen and to break out of that, but it's like you have to break that tough shell off and let out what's being put inside of you for a reason. And um, this woman in Honduras is praying like only they can. And she's like, you were declared a warrior in your mother's room and you're here to claim your victory. And I've never experienced anything like this ever. My first mission trip, my only mission trip, but it was epic. (laughs) Father Richard Rohr calls that voluntary displacement when we take ourselves willingly out of what we're comfortable with. And when we do that, that we experience so much more of God and we understand God within the context of humanity and nature and it changes everything, just like it did for Angie. So often, clarity is found when you make the space to find it. You can't expect to hear from God if you never sit down to talk with him. You know, when God created everything, he spoke it into being. I think God always has a lot to say. And I think he's always speaking. I don't, however, think that we're always listening. So don't expect your life to change if you're not willing to change. And one of the best things that you can do is to get out of your normal way of living and find some space. Another thing that gives some pretty clear perspective, tragedy. I had a really close friend of mine die um, New Year's Eve. Somebody that I really loved a lot and it was related to addiction and it was crushing. And you take a damn hard look at your life when it happens. And um, just go, why do I even want to get out of bed anymore? Like, what, do I, what am I showing my kids that I get to go to work for somebody else and I don't get to be home when they're home and I get to work my tail off for someone else's dream? It's not what I want. So I ended up going on a, a training thing for Herbalife to just learn a little more about what it was all about. and. Um, by Sunday of that training, all I could hear was the friend on my mission trip singing because she sings at church and she was singing soul on fire. My soul was on fire. I knew what I wanted to do. I just knew it. And my, I called my mom because, you know, I was 39 or something at the time and I needed my mom's permission still. And I'm like, Mom, I want to. I think I want to do this. And she goes, Ange, you've wanted to own your own business for a long time, and you've wanted to help people get healthy for a long time. And if you can swing it financially, you should do it. So I just did. I came home. Um, we looked for a building. We we rode the bus home. My business partner and I planned the business. We opened six weeks later. Long story short, four of those weeks I was still finishing my part-time job or my full-time job because I had to give notice and. I wasn't going to do that until we signed a lease. And six weeks later, we opened. And the first week, we were open four hours a day when we first opened. We served over 400 people. <laughs> it was insane. There was a line out the door. 
every single day. It was insane. Sometimes it takes something horrible and heart-wrenching for us to truly understand how special and how precious this life is. It's not easy. Life's not easy. I don't think it was meant to be easy, but it certainly is special. So let's listen to the story that Angie's sharing and let's not waste our life worrying about so much. And let's not spend our lives wasting so much time focused on ourselves. Angie decided that enough was enough. And the pivot that she made was one of perspective. She decided to start living her life in order to help other people. It's been amazing. I've gotten to do so many amazing things and help so many amazing people. Um, I have got a wall of people that have feel better. They are lighter. They feel better about themselves. They, they're in smaller clothes, but they, their health is so much better. Their quality of life is so much better. They see themselves in a way that they never were able to see themselves before because they didn't see themselves as beautiful. They didn't see themselves as worth it. I was never enough. <laughs> It's terrible. And, you know, if I can help somebody put a smile on their face when they come in here just to get a shake and tea before they have to go to the job they don't like or home to the house they don't like or they don't like who they become or for whatever reason it is, um, that just makes our day. Like... We had a woman the other day, and we, it was a slow day because of spring break. And, um, you know, we hear this on a pretty regular basis. We're super blessed, and we can't take it for granted because nobody gets to hear this at their job. Like, I come in here because you guys, this is why I come in here because you guys make my day. Like, it's just like, who gets to do that, you know? <laughs> who gets to do that? And we get to dance and sing and have fun, and who gets to do that and make a living? Like, it's amazing. So in terms of like living my purpose, this is this is it. Like this is it. I love Angie's story and I love the emotion that's behind it because great actions should bring about great emotion. Passion should bring about emotion. It's nice to change your life and, and no doubt about it that it's also necessary. But to help change someone else's life, that's where you'll find true joy. That's where you'll find true purpose. And that is what it means to walk like Jesus. Everything you ever wanted is on the other side of fear. You just gotta, you gotta walk through it. And you don't do it alone. Do it with God. Pray your butt off. <laughs> Take the leap and look up and don't look down. Because if you look down, you're going to get really scared. But if you just keep looking up and say, I know you've got me. And you just gotta keep going. Just keep going. And then have some really good, smart friends. <laughs> like, talk to people and share your story. And, and But most importantly, ask questions and take in what they have to say. Because you're not the only person that's ever walked this path. There are lots of people that have walked a path similar. And it's your job to find them and learn from them. And then when you walk through it and you're on the other side or you get to a point where you feel like you're somewhat stable, <laughs> reach back and pull the other people with you. For Angie Niska, walking with Jesus means actually believing that it's possible. It means gaining perspective and it means serving other people. 
Those who say it's lonely at the top never took the time to help others up the mountain. To learn more about Angie, be sure to check her out on Facebook and Instagram, and we'll have all the links for you in the show notes. If you need a little help getting from where you are to where you want to be, make sure you check out The Walking Club. Go to our website at www.jesusneverran.com. The Walking Club is a monthly video series where we learn how to get ourselves prepared to do the things that God has put within us. Next time we meet a woman who let go of her understanding of church so that she could gain an understanding of true community. Tune in next week.